BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Friday, May 27th. 2022. It's about uh, 12.45 in the afternoon here on the East Coast uh, of the United States. Uh, My friend John Whitehead, who runs a great uh, entity called the Rutherford uh, Institute, joins us today. John is really an expert on the over-militarization of the country, the over-militarization of the police, and his last um, uh, weekly column they always catch my attention. This one really caught my attention, particularly in light of the mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas, uh, within the past couple of weeks. And the essence of the column is that we we support a culture of death. John, it's a pleasure. Welcome back to Judging Freedom. Thank you for having me on the show, sir. Uh, so give me give me your your uh, thesis. You you and I are about the same age. When we were kids, we had toy soldiers. Uh, We had fake toy guns. We played cops and robbers. We played cowboys and Indians, a phrase you're not supposed to use today. Post-World War II culture in America has pretty much glorified the military and the violence. And now we're bearing the fruit of those awful seeds planted then. Yes. You know, again, Eisenhower, President Eisenhower warned us that the military industrial complex would inflict some real problems on us. But <clears throat> part of it, I think, in his state was not a, the, what, what we're seeing happening. And that's how our young people, especially today, uh, as they're fed a steady diet of these video games, which a lot of them are actually put together and financed by the military as recruiting tools. I've been shocked by some that I've seen. They're just blowing people away. I mean, there's no consideration that you're killing human beings. I mean, it's, and things are blowing up here and there. And then I see some of the blockbuster movies, you know, that are also financed by the Pentagon, by the way, bombs blowing up and people flying through there and sliding a thousand feet and getting up and walking away. Well, you don't do that. I'm a former military officer. (laughs) I know that does not happen. That's not reality, but we pose a kind of a fictional kind of strange world around kids today. And it's really affecting uh, young people, by the way. Uh, most people don't realize that, but the uh, youth suicides have just shot up uh, mm. in the last decade from uh, 580,000 to uh, 1.2 million now. Uh, 1.2 million kids? suicides in the United States of what? People under the age of 18? Yeah, these are kids who are killing themselves. These are these are and a lot of them are teenagers as early as young as five years old. So we're creating a culture that makes no sense anymore. It's a culture that has no empathy for people, no concern for people. Uh, we've lost that idea that people are special, 
and all that in our culture, you can just blow them away. It's just like this uh, Ramos kid down in the class when he looked at the teacher in the eye. One of the students said he looked at her and went, goodbye. Wow. Now, what's that out of a video game, probably? And oh, you, you have pointed out in your column that the American, um, the Pentagon's budget is bigger than the budgets of the next 10 largest industrial nations, their military budgets combined. That includes yeah. Russia uh, and China. And now you're telling us, and I didn't know this, that some of the money from those budgets is being spent on blockbuster violent movies and on violent video games as what? As as a recruitment tool for recruitment young men tool, and I yeah. guess young women or to acculturate us so that the military's violent mission is somehow considered a normal part of Western liberal democracy. Yeah, exactly. They're normalizing it. Yeah, it's they're making it so that it's the way of life. And these are training videos because I've talked to some former people coming back from Iraq and some of the things they've told me about how they just bang, 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 shoot and people are falling and all the stuff they're doing. And, I, and they're talking to me and they come back and they're troubled, by the way. They have issues. Um, they're seeing they're all of a sudden they realize I'm killing people. And, you know, with um, what we're seeing in the violence in our own culture, by the way, uh, since 2015, by the way, if you look at the, the, the statistics, some 400 people have been killed in mass shootings in this country. At the same time, over 6,000 people have been killed by police in America. Think about that. Mm. 6,000 people in America, about 15, 13 to 1,500 a year. And does that get the news we're seeing and all that stuff? We no, no, of course that? not. I mean, unless it's a unless it's a George Floyd, God rest his soul, uh, it's not going to make uh, it's not going to make the news. You know, I, I live I live in Northwest New Jersey, and out here we get a television and radio stations from New York City. It seems like the NYPD is killing somebody almost every day, and it's barely a blip uh, on the radar screen. Now you're telling me these numbers again are much larger than I imagined. That I guess they're all throughout the country, and they're not just in inner cities. I mean, are they in places like Texas? They're all over the place, but, you know, a, a lot of it, I think, is more concentrated in the bigger cities, yes. And uh, with all the military equipment, you know, I talked to uh, former policemen who have come and met with They've read my book, Battlefield America, War on the American People, and one of them said, it's worse than you think, John. If you're in those police academies, he said, we're training soldiers today. We're not training police anymore. And that, and why is that dangerous? He said, because the American people are seen as enemy combatants. And everybody around us is now seen as an enemy combatant. So I have been arguing uh, all week for local control of police. Now, Joe Biden and crew want to federalize the police. Thank God mm. the Senate FBI, didn't the FBI has already invaded police. So localizing police is the way to go, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, his, his executive order, which is basically can only regulate the federal police, but there's intimations in there of, of the Democratic wishes should they get enough votes uh, in the Congress. So if police are controlled locally, Shouldn't we be able to stop them locally from training people as soldiers, 
buying surplus, buying and using uh, surplus military equipment and treating the civilians for whom they work as if their bodies were expendable. That's the key to America. I keep telling people the Constitution, local government governs best. That's why we have a 10th Amendment, which says that local governments can nullify acts of, of the federal government. And I'm telling people today, get in your community. Some have actually done that. They've returned the military equipment. Why would a town of 5,000 people want grenade launchers, MRAPs, all this uh, armored equipment? What for? And a lot of it's given, given away by the Department of Homeland Security, by the way. It wasn't purchased. I came to find out. I did my research. About 50% of it was gifted. There's a reason they want that. You know, the, the federal government's very paranoid. They're getting ready for something. You saw that 2030 video, and I've written about that, where they're predicting by 2030, the government's going to have to lock down everything. It's a training video. Now they're out with a new PSYOP video basically saying the same thing. So the federal government is extremely paranoid, and I've written on this, and they don't want one thing. They don't want the American people to legally own guns, by the way. And no, they don't want not. any resistance whatsoever, and they want to and be able to come in and stamp your face. 80,000 SWAT team raids annually in America? That's insane, America. And the government wants to know who owns the guns. Now, I live in, again, North New Jer in New Jersey one of the most gun-restrictive uh, places in the world, um, you, you have to register everything that you own, unlike Texas, where, uh, where you don't. Why the registration? Well, the feds love registration. If a, <laughs> if a dictator took over the federal government, the first thing his crew would do would look up who owns guns and take their guns away or kill them uh, and take their guns because the government fears and armed citizenry. But Madison and Jefferson intentionally set about to have an armed citizenry yeah. so that our rights would be preserved and our freedom could be defended. And if we needed to secede from the federal government, as we seceded from Great Britain, we would have the military wherewithal with which to do it. Yep. And the key is, like I say, they don't want you having those, the, uh, that right because they want, and I'm afraid of, and this is one thing I'm really concerned about. Every president I'm seeing now, maybe after Biden, is going to look more like a dictator. Uh, and I think we're moving in that, definitely in that direction with what we're seeing. And when they start taking away the firearms, that's obvious. And I would be careful, folks. What did uh, the fellow who wrote the Bill of Rights say? James Madison, we ought to mistrust all those in power. They're not going, we love you, American people. We want to take care of you and all that. No, they want your money. They want control. And they want you doing hell. I'll do whatever you say. Government with a capital G. And I keep saying, I don't look at this government with a capital G. We, the people, are the government. They are our representatives. They should be serving us. They shouldn't all be right. shooting us in the back as we walk down the street. No. All right. Uh, last uh, topic to be discussed, and, and obviously I agree with everything you're saying, and I can see from the emails and because I know uh, my audience that they agree uh, with everything you're saying. I mean, how can we change the culture? I mean, you can't change culture overnight. No. It's gone. Uh, I suppose way. I suppose it's it's got to be bottom up, people rejecting the government's glorifications uh, of violence. It can't be top down because government 
loves violence. Presidents love wars. They, yeah. We all know that war is the health of the state. I mean, it's a famous one-liner, but it's absolutely true. So bottom up, changing the culture. What two or three things would you recommend? First of all, get, get, your children are being totally indoctrinated into a culture that's maniacal, and you're going to see more craziness. Take, take care of your children and get them away from so many video games and all that stuff. Spend some time not watching screen devices all the time and watching mainstream media. I, I don't watch any of that stuff. I got away from that. The other thing, and this is the key, local government governs best. Take over your city council. I call them civil liberties oversight committees. Get together with your friends and start taking over those city council meetings, even though the FBI is going to label you an extremist for speaking at it. Stand up to your government. It's willing. I think it's take the pressure and the pain that the people who really built this country took. We need to take the pressure and the pain too. Even we're going to get our head kicked. Anybody that's ever spoken out has gotten their head kicked. I'm getting my head kicked. Judge, you get your head kicked. But we're going to stand up for freedom. Don't back down. Don't be a chicken and make this country a better place for freedom. John uh, Whitehead, you're a great human being. Thank you very much for joining us. Give my best to your lovely wife, Nisha. Tell her to keep the emails coming. And my friends, thank you for uh, watching. Judge Napolitano for judging freedom. Thank you, sir.